This time of year, many take time to reflect back on the good, the bad, and all the lessons learned throughout the year. We focus on things that need improvement and the good things that we need to continue doing. Along with those thoughts, we take time to be grateful for everything in our life, good or bad. We are grateful that we made it this far. Here recently, we celebrated Thanksgiving, and now the end of the year is around the corner. So it's only fitting that we reflect together and share time talking about the things we are grateful for, and more importantly, the difference it makes in our life to express our gratitude. Today, we're talking about the gateway to greatness. Welcome to episode 27 of That's the Truth. everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Jay Gallegos. My goal is to help you get one step closer and further along in becoming who God has intended you to be one step at a time so you can be effective and make an impact in every area of your life. Thank you so much for sticking with me up to this point. If you've been following along, it's been quite a journey. Soon it will be a year since we launched the podcast. We're excited about that. We have only a few more episodes before we close out 2022. And we bring in the new year with excitement, with a new vision, with expectation, and we're excited for that. I know your time is valuable, so my commitment to you is to bring to you the very best content and conversations within my reach. We want to bring to you as much value as possible with each and every episode. I'm extremely grateful that you have taken the time to tune in. It is an absolute privilege to have you following along. We often talk about leadership and the things that are applicable to our daily lives. And in each episode, I want to give you practical takeaways that will help you grow personally and things that will help you grow spiritually and ultimately even closer to God. If you frequent the podcast, you know by now that you can expect a new episode biweekly. The first Friday of every month, we share a teaching. Later in the month, we'll spend some time with a very special guest. And if you have missed some of those episodes with some of those special guests, I recommend that you go back and you look at some of that because it is tons of value. It is going to encourage you and it's going to help you grow. And there is so much to take away from the testimonies and the wisdom that is shared from each special guest. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. Also, keep an eye out for bonus content. And as always, a big thank you to everyone who has already subscribed, taking time to rate the podcast, and anyone who has taken a moment to provide any kind of feedback to those who have shared the podcast on social media. Thank you so much. It really does help get the podcast out on front. We want to spread the word and invite others to join the community. Here we are on the edge of completing this calendar year, I want to talk to you about something that is very, very important to our life and how we live daily. I want to talk to you about the gateway to greatness. By now, many have already taken time to establish targets for next year, maybe have focused a little bit on their goals for next year and are getting ready to cast a vision even for next year. As important as that is, we cannot overlook reflecting in hindsight and acknowledging the fact that we made it this far. It is important that we express our gratitude for the simple fact that we're still here. We're still standing after the difficult moments and the challenges we faced all throughout this year. I don't think that 
This is a practice that should only be done around Thanksgiving. And I want to encourage you today to think deeper. Take a longer, closer look into how this year has really gone for you. Find the things that you are grateful for. We often tend to overlook the most important things and we immediately focus only on the surface level. But think a little deeper. Think a little bit more on the things that have really made an impact, whether it's good or bad, whether it's negative, whether it's positive. Think a little deeper. And what is the first things that come to your mind and what are you really grateful for? When you mention greatness, many will automatically assume success or many will automatically assume some type of level of success. Success and greatness is something we naturally tend to strive for. But what is success? What is it that makes one great? Success is not defined by money. Success is not defined by wealth, status, or fancy things even. Success and greatness is found in living with peace. It's about living a true abundant life. These type of things really don't have a monetary value. It's living according to what the Bible says about greatness and what the Word of God refers to as kingdom life. We have to refer to what the scripture says. Don't take so much word for word what I have to say, but what does the scripture say? And that's what I want to share with you. I want to talk to you first about gratitude is an experience and it's an expression. Our gratitude is an experience and an expression. Growing up, you probably remember always hearing the phrase, you don't know what you have until it's gone. As cliche as that sounds, that has a lot of truth to it. You don't know what you have until it's gone. You don't know how to appreciate something until you, don't, until you no longer have it. If you think back, each generation gets better. If you look back at your family tree, if you look back at the structure of your family, each generation has made some type of valuable contribution and has made some type of valuable impact. Each generation has gotten better and better. Many have migrated, maybe possibly to this country. Maybe have, others have established businesses or established some type of foundation that is impactful many, many years later down the road that you are now bearing the fruit from. But what happens is that as each generation gets better and is improved and is more impactful, some of that struggle is removed. So we don't necessarily appreciate now, and we take sometimes maybe a little bit for granted now, some of the struggle that happened early on in the generation. They paid the price for it, but we bear the fruit. Sometimes we take for granted a little bit of that fruit and the goodness that we get to experience because of the price that somebody paid earlier on in an earlier generation. Why is it that we tend to appreciate things late in life? That's a question that I tend to ask myself. Why is it that we tend to appreciate things late in life? Maybe it's just me. Maybe not everybody struggles with that. Maybe that's a question that is easy to answer for you. Sometimes it takes losing something that we really cared about for us to realize that we actually cared for it all along. The special thing about a grateful attitude is that it can be experienced and it can be expressed. It's an inward experience and it's an outward expression. You're not grateful just because you say you are. You can say you're grateful. You can, you can express with the, with the greatest intellectual words how grateful you are, but it has to be expressed. I, I think it takes a, such a higher meaning whenever you go outside of your way to express really how grateful you are when you do something outside of your comfort zone 
to express to a person or a group of people, an organization or whoever it is that you're referring to, how truly grateful you are. It's heartfelt when it is expressed outwardly. The person who receives the receiving end feels the genuine act of gratefulness and appreciation. It's a feeling that can only be created much further than words. It's only created whenever you take the time to express it outwardly in, in, a, in a fashion that is just outside of the box. Gratitude is a heart posture that can only be expressed. You can say you're grateful. People will take the word for it, but it just takes it to a whole nother level when you go outside of your way when you go out of your way to express it to someone and to give something, to provide something, to provide additional value back to that person or group of people. And it just takes such a higher level at that point. And it's a feeling that's created that is felt by the other side. Stored up gratitude that is not expressed becomes entitlement. I want you to think about that for a moment. When you don't express your gratitude, gratitude that is not expressed becomes entitlement. And often we have to look at scripture and what does the scripture say and how can we apply it to our life? In Numbers chapter 11, verse four through six, we see a perfect example of an entitlement attitude. I may not read this entire passage, but I want you to go back and read it. Numbers 11, read the whole chapter and you'll see the entitlement attitude in the people of Israel. They had already came out of Egypt. They were traveling. They were hungry. They began to complain. They already had the manna by this point. God had already provided food in the time of hunger. He provided manna. But all of a sudden, the Bible says that within that mixed multitude who were among them, they yielded to an intense craving and they began to weep again. And they said, who will give us meat to eat? So what happened was that they no longer wanted this manna. They wanted something heavier. They wanted something thicker. They started craving for the things that used to be back in Egypt. And the Bible says that they started to remember, hey, we remember the fish we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. And to be quite honest, I've been hungry before, but I've never craved an onion. I've never craved garlic before. Maybe some fruit. I understand the cucumbers and the lemons, possibly. Anything is great whenever you're hangry, right? But who's really craved an onion? Who's really craved some garlic? The situation must have been really, really tough to be craving onions and garlic. And the Bible says that, but now our whole being is dried up. This is what they were saying. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. They became entitled. And you see the entitlement added to because they had this manna, but they weren't grateful for it anymore. They started craving for the things that they used to have. And what happens is that they failed to realize that what they were craving for, they failed to acknowledge what it was costing them back then in Egypt. They failed to acknowledge the pain that they were paying for the meat that they were now craving. And they said, there's nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. So how can we express gratitude? Gratitude is expressed when you give back. Gratitude is expressed in your acts of service, your worship to God. The experience in return for you is the healthy state of your heart and the alignment with God. The result is for you. The experience you get in return is peace, joy, happiness, humility. You, you get to posture your heart in a way that is in alignment with God when you express your gratitude. And actually, gratitude comes with an ROI, and that means return on investment. 
when you invest with your gratitude by giving back by your acts of service, it is said that you have an improved mental health. Your relationships are better. You get to rest better at night. This is the return for you. You have a more positive attitude generally. You experience a more joyful life. Maybe you're a little bit more hopeful. It said that you're actually a little even more generous. There's less stress over you just simply because you're expressing gratitude. And that is the return that you receive for yourself. Second Corinthians chapter four, 15 and 16 say all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. There are many ways to be great. One of those ways is to express gratitude. Gratitude is the gateway to greatness. And sometimes we have to protect our perspective. How do we experience peace, joy, and happiness? Sometimes it's a perspective issue. Sometimes we can't experience peace and joy, and we can't experience experience these things in our life because our perspective is misaligned. We ignore the small wins and we focus more on the smaller losses. We ignore the small wins and we focus more on the smaller losses. We tend to focus more on what we lost and what we don't have rather than the great things that are still in front of us. We tend to be grateful for the good things. We tend to be grateful naturally for the positive things, the things that go our way, but you have to be grateful for the things that also didn't go your way, for the closed doors, for the times that God said no. You have to be grateful, and sometimes you have to look back. If it had not been for that situation, for that closed door, maybe I wouldn't be here. Maybe I wouldn't be in alignment with God. Maybe I needed to go through that closed door. Maybe I needed that no in that season of life to be able to appreciate right now what's in front of me. We fail to acknowledge that sometimes opportunity comes dressed as opposition. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We have to celebrate every big win and every small win. Find the positive in that closed door. Find at least one good thing when you experience a loss. And you will find peace and joy in your life. Here's the thing about perspective. Life is not happening to you. This is a change and a shift in our perspective. Life is not happening to you. Life should be happening for you. And when you look at life happening for you, you begin to change your perspective and you experience the goodness in life. Life is not happening to you, but life is happening for you. If you see your life as happening to you, you will always see yourself as a victim. God didn't make you out to be a victim. He called you out to be victorious. So don't always expect the situation to change, but rather protect your perspective. Find at least one thing that you're grateful for, and you're going to realize that there is peace in that situation. There is joy. There is some type of happiness. There is some goodness to pull out from that experience. Find at least one thing that you're grateful for, because gratitude is the gateway to greatness. Oftentimes we tend to forget and we have to remember, we tend to be forgetful. We get down and out about what we don't have and we forget where we come from. We forget how far we've actually made it. 
we forget what we have in front of us. We tend to ignore how far we've made it and the great things we've accomplished already. We've already made some progress. If you look back and you take a moment, you've made plenty of progress that you can celebrate, but we've been ignoring it. And we forget these things, how good we have it now so much that we, for, we, we take it for granted. The greatest thief of gratitude is your complacency. The greatest thief of gratitude is complacency. We get comfortable with the good life. We get comfortable with the good things that we don't acknowledge what we've actually made, what we've accomplished, how far we've made it. We get so content and complacent. We get used to the good things. We get used to the good life. We get accustomed to these things. Like the people of Israel, they got accustomed to the manna. We get used to the good life that we forget to appreciate it. I love what David says in Psalms 103, 1 through 5. He says, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He's telling himself, do not forget all his benefits. And he tells you why in the next verses. He says, who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles? Stop and remember for a minute how things used to be, where you were then and where you are now. Celebrate that for a moment. Take time to acknowledge you've made progress. You've succeeded from where you were maybe a year ago, maybe five years ago. You're no longer in that same season anymore of life. You've made progress up to this point, and you have to celebrate that. Rely on the Holy Spirit to remind you, like John 14, 26 says, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and will remind you of his word. Gratitude is the gateway to greatness. Sometimes lack of awareness will keep you from being grateful. Sometimes we just simply lack awareness. We push to achieve and to strive for success, and it's always on the go until we lack awareness of how far we've come. Don't forget to experience the moment you're in. Don't get stuck in the numbness of the routine. And you have to live in the moment. You have to feel the current season of life. Feel each day. Be present in the moment. And I want to encourage you today with this. Celebrate the achievement, the milestones, the accomplishment. Recognize the good things you have received and how good others have been towards you. And I love what Philippians 4.12 says. I know what it is to be in need. And this is the Apostle Paul acknowledging this and showing us an example of how to live this and how to apply it to our life. I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Don't get stuck in the numbness and fail to remember. I want you to remember this. Unexpressed gratitude becomes entitlement. You have to fight against entitlement. You expect things to always go your way and expect others to serve you while you neglect to pay it forward. We have to fight against this entitlement feeling. The greatest thief of peace, joy, and happiness is entitlement. Becoming desensitized is the worst thing that could happen because you lose perspective, you lose your awareness, and you're no longer present in the moment. So what happens is that you actually make some progress, you make some accomplishments, you reach your milestones, but because you're no longer present and you're numb to it, you're numb into the routine, and you're so focused into what your goals actually are, that you don't ever get to experience the moment and actually celebrate those wins. You lose sight of what you're grateful for. A grateful attitude is the gateway to abundant life. 
Here's an example of entitlement. When Jesus is on the cross in Luke 23, he's in the middle of two criminals serving out their death penalty for their crimes. These are true, real criminals that are paying the death penalty. Jesus is now on the cross paying the price for all humanity as we know. And the example that we see here of entitlement is the man on one of his sides that says, the Bible says that he begins to hurl insults at Jesus. And he said, aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal, the Bible says that he rebuked him. He tells him, don't you fear God? He said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And what happens next is very impactful. Jesus answered to him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. In that very moment, what happened was that this man was expressing his gratitude. He was expressing and confessing that the penalty that he was paying in that very moment was actually what he deserved because of his deeds. Rather, the entitlement attitude of the other man was just simply expecting to be pulled down just because he said so. He was expecting to be pulled down, and he wanted Jesus to prove himself in, in the process of doing it. But this other man had a very humble attitude, and he was very grateful, and he expected the price that he was paying for in that moment because of the crimes that he had committed. But Jesus tell, tells him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus extended grace and mercy to him. And we have to remember grace is God providing for us what we do not deserve. And mercy is God withholding his wrath and punishment that we actually do deserve. The opposite of gratitude is entitlement. And keep in mind, gratitude is the gateway to greatness. Gratitude can be expressed by giving. Giving produces gratitude and it postures a grateful heart. We know that it's better to give than it is to receive. So there is just as much value in what it does to your heart than in what you're giving. Giving back in some way is more value to your heart and to your posture in alignment with God. We have to give back somehow. Give back your time. We have to give financially. We have to give acts of service or provide acts of service. Give your attention to someone that has done something for you or maybe when they haven't done something for you, even when they haven't met your expectation, go outside of your way to express it by giving back something. The experience in return for you is unmatched. 2 Corinthians 9, 11 through 12 says, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. I want to tell you also, gratitude produces joy. When you're living an abundant life with a true, grateful heart, you naturally express a joy that you can't always put words to. You can't help but to praise God and to tell others about His love and goodness and what He has done in your life. You can't help it. It, it just seems to come out as an expression always either with a, a smile, the way you carry yourself, your joy is just simply communicated with your body language. First Chronicles 16, 8 to 9 says, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim His name, make known among the nations what He has done. Sing to Him, sing praises to Him, tell of all His wonderful acts. Joy just seems to naturally pour out of you whenever you're living an abundant life. Gratitude also produces peace. And we see in Philippians chapter 4, 6 to 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, 
Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, the problem is not asking God for more. The problem is not bringing our petitions before God in prayer. But in every situation, whatever your prayer may be, whatever your petition may be, present it to God. But don't forget to give thanks of where you are. Don't be anxious so much of what you're asking for, for what you're lacking, and for what you don't have, that you forget and neglect to be thankful for where you currently are in this season right now. But present your request to God freely. Gratitude is expressed by worship. Colossians 3.16 says it perfectly. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And I want to encourage you with this word today. Continue to grow in gratitude. This is going to help your relationships at work, in family, your friendships, any type of relationship. And I want you to ask yourself, what have I received from others? What have I given to others? What trouble or difficulty have I caused to others? When you ask yourself those questions, it applies to your relationships and it applies how you are affecting others and how others are affecting you, how you react back in return. But we have to continue to grow in gratitude and think for a moment. And think of those questions. What have I received from others? What have I given to others? What trouble or difficulty have I caused for others? And I want you to practice this if you haven't or if you're not already journaling. Write down at least three things that you're grateful for each and every day. And I want you to put why, whether it's in your morning devotional or at the end of your day. Write down at least three things that you're grateful for and why. Think on those things for a moment. Celebrate them. Do something for someone in return as an appreciation. That is also a good way to express our gratitude. Do something for someone in return as an appreciation. Also, think about maybe taking time to call the people who have helped you. Maybe in a difficult season of your life that you were once experiencing, maybe you've lost connection with that person. Maybe you haven't messaged them in a while. Check on them. Take time to call those people who have helped you. And this one here, this is the big one. I want you to think of this for a moment. Think of what your life would be like if God had not blessed you the way he has. Think of what your life would be like if God had not blessed you the way he has now up to this point. If God had not been in your life, what would your life be like? That alone is something to be grateful for. I'm grateful that God is in my life. I'm grateful for the family that established a spiritual foundation in our family. I'm grateful that I was introduced to God. I'm grateful that I was given the space to be able to find God for myself. And you have to appreciate that relationship. And that is the most beautiful thing. And when you rely on that, when you rely on that foundation, you are going to experience a peace that transcends all understanding. You're going to experience a joy that just naturally comes out of you. And gratitude is going to be at your foundation. It is just simply going to be expressed without even trying Think of what your life would be like if God had not blessed you the way he has. And today I'll leave you with this. And I want you to remember gratitude is the gateway to greatness. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you found this helpful in some way, let us know about it. I would love to connect with you on social media. In the description below, you will find the links. You can also visit the blog page where you can find more helpful content like this at inspired.com 
inspired.org. That's inspired, the number two, inspired.org. And you will be able to find the links also in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. I encourage you to help us reach others by rating, leave a review or share it on social media. And that would mean so much to me. And I'll be very, very appreciative of that. In the meantime, continue moving forward in the direction God is leading you. Continue taking steps closer and becoming who God has intended you to be so you can be impactful in every area of your life. God bless. And we'll see you on the next one.